Hey everybody, welcome to Undergroundopolis. It's that time again every week. We might start doing this on Mondays. We had such a good response last Monday on my little screw up. That was supposed to be on Sunday night. And uh, I accidentally scheduled it for Monday night, but it got such a good response. We might just start doing this on Monday nights. So what's going on here? We got open mic every Wednesday night at Dundee Tavern still. I'm still hosting that. And uh, it's been going real well. So if you want to get some stage time, it's an acoustic open mic. But so, if, so if you're like an acoustic singer or songwriter, come on out, get you some good stage time. And so it's it's always a nice crowd there. It's fun. 21st in Germantown still having their open mic every Sunday night. So Sunday Night Live with Uncool Randy as your host, my buddy, local comedian. Uncool Randy, I love that name. Yeah. Randy and I may have written a song together or two before. <laughs> and we are continuing our coverage of the LRS Fest artist. Tonight we have Scrooge Mandela. And I, hopefully I said that right. <laughs> That's why sometimes I wait before I, before I say names. I was like, I'm such a fear of mispronouncing them. <laughs> We're going to bring him right on. So I'm going to get this guy right while he's chugging his beer. <laughs> oh, he set it down. Oh, All right. Chug it again, it. damn it. I hate Here, let's disappoint. social. Yeah, there you go. Cheers. You guys, you guys are probably too young to know what a social is. That's where everybody drinks at the same time. <laughs> oh, so whatever. Know, <laughs> Did I say the name right? Scrooge Mandela. Yeah, and we're on Undergroundopolis. Is that Undergroundopolis? Yep. Undergroundopolis. Awesome, man. Awesome, dude. Yep. Oh, yeah, every I picked that name because everything with underground was taken in it, but that wasn't. And I was exactly. just worried exactly. worried to death that people thought it was going to be a show about Greek food. But so far, <laughs> they haven't. We'll, we'll start out simple. How'd you guys come together? Well, um, a few years ago, I had this ambition to start a punk band. And um, just to keep a long story short, these guys have just kind of stuck around through the years as other people have came and went. And uh, I think now we're finally at a point where we can say this is like the final incarnation of Scrooge. I have a problem in the past with interviews. I've like went on those like 10 minute fields of like <laughs> people coming and going, like telling these long stories. And I just don't want to get caught up in that today. <laughs> How long has this lineup been together? Uh, what is it? Has it? What about five, almost six months? Yeah, Dang. Jackson's the newest guy. He yeah. just he just joined about five or six months ago. Right on. Well, if you could narrow down to, like someone you saw on stage or even on TV or whatever, the, the one person, it, it it doesn't have to be one person. It, it's just uh, someone you saw. You said, you know what, I want to do that. Who who would that influence be? We'll go in. You go first. Um, I would say for me, dude, probably Rush. Like seeing Rush and seeing Neil Peart play the drums and stuff. Um, that was a big influence on me. Uh, and it, just like any other drummer, I'm sure you've heard. But, yeah. uh, you know, seeing the stuff they did and seeing them do it live so well um, was really a big influence on me. Uh, for me, it was uh, Fat Mike from No Effects. He uh, started... Started No Effects in about '83, and then started a record label, and pretty much lives a, the life of a rock star and does whatever he wants. 
And uh, ever since I saw that, it's going to be in line with the too. Mine, I'd probably have to say Rob Zombie because I look up to him because he's not really that talented. And he found a way to make it work. He's really good at marketing and he built a good fan base. Um, I think that uh, my favorite band, or at least the one that changed me live, was Iron Maiden. Yeah. First time I seen them is it was gnarly. They put on such a, such a good show. Yeah. Oh yeah. Every time, like I've seen them three times. Every time it's been really really good. Uh, but that first show, um, Motorhead opened, and then it was Dio. And then wow. in Phoenix, Arizona. Dude, that was such a good show. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I've never really aspired to be a rock star or anything. I can just kind of play the bass and stuff. <laughs> uh, but that was a show that, like, dude, I was never an Iron Maiden fan before that. But after that, it, Iron Maiden rules. <laughs> Oh, don't hand the microphone off. I forgot to do this earlier. I wanted you guys to introduce yourselves and what you, and your jobs in the band. Exactly. I, I, I totally forgot. My, my, my bad, oh, but we, we can do fine. it now. So I'm Jackson. I play the drums. I'm Brian. I play rhythm guitar and sing. I'm Travis. I play lead guitar. And I sing a little bit. But, like, he's, dude, he's been singing a lot more. It's impressive. I'm trying. Yeah, I'm Sean. I play bass, and uh, Brian tells me not to sing. <laughs> so, now, now here, you're you're taking, you're taking words out of context. I said, don't sing if you can't play the bass too. Well, and but it's the same it's thing, the same dude. Thing. Yeah. yeah, but it's like it right, it's like taking. That's the, the reason why, but <laughs> I always find it harder to play bass and sing. I but people think it's to be exactly the opposite. It's not, man. I, I go playing guitar. I find playing guitar and singing not that difficult. Yeah, you know, yeah. I really do. But like play, playing bass and singing, like I struggle. Yeah. <laughs> it um, better be a real simple. Yeah, because you got to keep the beat kind of. <laughs> you you, you got to keep. It better be a real simple song for me to sing and play bass. <laughs> right. You know what? Thank you for that. <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna, uh, we're gonna write a song with a walking bass line that Sean's gonna sing. <laughs> no. <laughs> well, but how how do you describe the music? I didn't, I didn't include that in the description just yet because I want, I want your description of your band's music. What would you call it? I'm gonna let, I'm gonna let everybody else in the band use their words. All right. It's like what you would hear if you walked up to like uh, a dumpster or like a porta potty at like a punk rock music festival and there was something coming from the inside and you just keep it inside. It is not. <laughs> I've seen you guys. <laughs> I don't know. I'll say it's kind of like music you would hear on like an old Tony Hawk video game. Like different, you know? <laughs> Ready for the new Tony Hawk game. I mean, it's. It's just, it's, I, don't, I can't explain it. <laughs> you put us in a weird spot, bro. Yeah. It's, it's kind of hard to, to describe how I feel 
about the music we play, but I mean, it's I like it. <laughs> <laughs> it's all like it. Someone told me once that it sounded like a, an atom bomb explosion. Um, <laughs> but uh, it does me, not. It, it, um, a lot of the influences come from like that 90s punk way. You know, no effect, no use for name, bracket, pencil, early it, blink. Even. You, you, you would buy the Epitaph records, wouldn't you? Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Bad and all those guys. Fat records, though. Fat records, yeah. Fat records. I would rather be part of Fat Records. Than There's so many good bands that are on that. Oh way, yeah. yeah. Does a Fat yeah. Mike also do a Me First in the Gimme Gimmies? Yep. He, cover is, cover is, band. <laughs> well, they're yeah. so great though. <laughs> Even Dude, though I love just... them. Um, he left them for a while. Now he's. Uh, they're doing some shows coming up. If I lived on the West Coast, I'd be there, but he's, he's joining back up with them in the They're so great at what they do, though. I mean, yeah, it's a cover band, but like they're really great at what they do. Like, yeah, the they're, harmony, they're, they're not just covers. We did a yeah. we did a Beatles cover, but it is straight up like the Beatles song. We didn't like twist or turn it in any kind of way, and they kind of like take it and like speed it up, double time, turn it into this mm -hmm. punk thing, and I respect that. Their, their version of Country Roads by John Denver is the best yeah. version of that song. <laughs> for sure, for sure. That ain't yeah, Rocket Man. I, I believe I can fly. Yeah, I believe I can fly. They I don't know if I've heard that. that. that song That's a good one. Right? You sing that song? Um, R. Kelly? Oh, yeah, we can't listen to that Oh, song. yeah, I guess not. <laughs> we should probably not listen to that song. Yeah, that song's canceled. <laughs> no, fuck that, dude. It's not R. Kelly singing it. There we go. There's the silver lining. No, I think it is. I think it's even older <laughs> than R. Kelly. I think R. Kelly covered it. Oh shit. Oh, well, we'll, we'll dive into I that later. I think so. I didn't know that. If that's the case, then yeah, whatever. Well, do you have a particular creative process you use, or does it, a song just kind of tap you on the shoulder and say, "Hey, write me now," or? um so that's kind of like oh we're in like a transitional period right now why writing wise because um how scrooge was conceived and stuff really consisted of me like pooping out 12 songs and throwing an album together and just kind of busting it out really quick and uh we have three albums out now that was kind of that writing process where we just like i would get a melody in my head and just get it out as quick as I could and write it really fast. But uh, now that we have four individual people who are really kind of adamant about being in the band and want to be a part of this, um, we're really going to kind of step back and I think in the future really take our time and make sure what we're writing like gets used like as well as it's it can be. Well, since it is my show, I get to talk about the, my favorite song, which was is Expired. Is there a good oh, story really behind awesome. Expired? <laughs> I like quirky Thank songs, man. <laughs> Thank you, man. Dude, that was, uh, that's a fan favorite for sure. Now, we're going to have to throw that. Uh, well, it is in It's in rotation. For it's, sure. yeah. What's the story behind that? Uh, I was sitting in my, I was laying in my bed one night, and I was really... <laughs> kind of over everything <laughs> i wrote a sad boy song 
<laughs> yeah, but it's it's one of those songs. I think it's a fan favorite because it kind of res- a lot of people resonate with it when they hear it because it just sort of voices the frustrations that you can go through on a daily basis, uh, just in daily life, and then the you know mundane nature of it all, just coasting through life, and uh, just that frustration with it, and that like I don't know. I, I feel like that's why it's a fan favorite because when I heard it, I related to it. Um, and by the time I joined the band, it was already conceptualized. It had already been written. Um, but when I heard it, I was like, yeah, hell yeah, I'm expired. <laughs> I've been expired for a minute, you know. Yeah. And uh, so that's I think that's why it's a fan favorite people relate to. Yeah, it's definitely the feelings were definitely I have served my purpose on this earth. And I feel like I should already be thrown out. You know, like an expired meat or something. <laughs> 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 like you're in the fridge you've been in the fridge for like seven months <laughs> yeah you're expired but you just can't throw it out i'm gonna use it <laughs> where where all have you played man we've played in Louisville. we've played uh pretty much everywhere um We've been to Nashville a few times. We went up to Fort Wayne not too long ago. Knoxville. Um, oh, wait. Was it Knoxville? Yeah, not Knoxville. Yeah, Knoxville, Tennessee. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been to Irvington, Kentucky. We've played with some people you might know. Um, oh, yeah? Yeah, you know, Graveling Spiders, Clover Creek. <laughs> oh, I'm screwed, Leo. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> but, um... Yeah, we're uh, actually looking to tour soon, so hopefully by, if you interview us next year, we'll be able to tell you we've been to a lot of places. All right. Where'd you play at Knoxville? Oh, the well, Brickyard. The Brickyard. Oh. Yeah, we played with uh, Reckless Threat. Player versus player. Yeah, player, player versus, player. versus player. Is that it? Yeah. Yeah, that was it. You got stuff yeah. on the Coffin Curse record? Yeah, my God. Yeah. Yeah, I've, I've actually been listening to that yesterday and today. I, I, I bought an old beater, an old Taurus drive around, and it, it doesn't have Bluetooth. But <laughs> so, yeah, so I'm digging out all these old CDs I've collected over the last few years going to shows all the time. And I was like, you know what? Which I, This was the volume one. I guess it's the first volume. And uh, yeah. it's a good record. <laughs> it's a good oh, yeah. I oh, listen to it. Yeah. yeah. The coffin curse, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, what? What's your? Is that a party foul? Elmo, he, he on on I, I got it. I got it. <laughs> he didn't professional. So, what? What? What would you say your favorite show was? Oh man, that's a good question. I wasn't yeah. ready for that. Like we we're, we're, we're getting into the we're getting into the tougher ones. Oh, uh, man. Sean, Sean had Sean came. He's got to take a minute to think about it. <laughs> um, he's got to recharge the brain. I see. I got. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, I think it's going to be a tie between we played the, the actually the Knoxville show that you were talking about. The Knoxville show was really fun, and we played the show at this new venue in Louisville called the Portal, which that you should check out. It's pretty cool. Um, we did an album release show there with Lucy Speedball. Reckless Threat, Semper VV, The Mighty Ohio. Yeah, it was a lot of fun. And here's the counter question. What's your worst performance? Fort Wayne. Fort Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> Why? 
Go ahead, tell okay. us the story. <laughs> so, um, we didn't have a drummer, and I had to. I I'm a drummer by nature. I I play guitar because I like making melodies and stuff. But I grew up playing drums, so we were in a pinch. And instead of like, I feel like it's better to go and do what you can as opposed to just flaking out. And uh, I told him, I, I told everybody I'd play the drums and sing. And I, it's floating somewhere on YouTube. <laughs> I'll admit it. I'll admit it, it's on YouTube somewhere, but what the I, mute the muse on main? Yep, yep for Wayne. Dude, <laughs> yeah. I uh I was tone deaf. I could not hear myself. Um it felt I felt I felt rushed. It wasn't rushed. We had, it was fine, but I did I put a symbol somewhere where I couldn't even hit it. Um it was bad. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? It wasn't that bad. We had a couple people mosh. Even on a bad night, we had some monsters. And he can play the drums and sing pretty good. He's a monster. And Brian's talented. Which one have I been conversing with on Facebook? Me. Okay. <laughs> Just put a face to, to the put a face to the text. Uh, yeah, that's me, man. <laughs> would you say you prefer the studio or the stage? I'm sorry. What was the question? Would you say you prefer? The studio or the stage? Studio. I prefer the studio. Really? What do you guys prefer? I would say oh, stage. Dude. Stage. stage. <laughs> I hate the studio. <laughs> Who loves the studio, dude? Okay. I want to know that. Right. A lot of people do. And and, dude, there, and and so you guys are used used to being on a time limit. I mean, what's more fun? Finishing an album. I mean, yeah. I mean, finishing the album but, is fun, but like, dude, the the work that it takes to get there is not fun. How do y'all don't like that emotional roller coaster? <laughs> uh, dude, playing on stage is pure fun. Stage all the way. Yeah, I mean, I can definitely respect and see where they're coming from, but for me, deep down, I gotta say, when I'm in the studio and knocking this stuff out, I feel complete. You know, I feel like I'm I'm getting shit done. That's awesome. That's an awesome answer. All right. Is there a song that's really, really personal to you? Um, that Scrooge has released, I feel like if there were any that I would say that were like, I was emotional writing in the world, have you? Um, I've got one about my kid. Um, and just, you know, the more time that passes, the more that song kind of resonates and means and kind of subconsciously knew that when I wrote it. But, like, I feel like that song's really kind of starting to serve its purpose as time goes on. Um, the Why um, is a song I wrote and that when I was in a really dark place because <clears throat> I was, like, struggling with with the point of everything you know like why humans are here and stuff like that and uh the why was kind of my cynical narcissistic rebuttal to that um so whenever i hear it, it's kind of like i remember those dark times but, uh, what was the name of the song about your kid uh it's called jake okay his name's ralph but... no i'm just kidding, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> If you could open a show for anybody, who would it be? 
If I, I'm, I'm sorry, man. We're having some issues. What, what, if, what was the question? If you could open a show for anybody, who would it be? No offense. Oh, yeah? I mean, you guys. Rush. No, I'm <laughs> um, If we could open, for, open a show for anybody, I don't know. It'd be sick to open for the Misfits, I would say. Misfits? Misfits. Or I would say probably Rancid. Oh, Rancid, yeah. They're good. Contenders. That's a good one. Yeah, you know, no effects would be cool. Like, for sure. Yeah. But, uh, I don't know. I feel like the Descendants. Are like, oh, yeah. Descendants. Dude. That's a good one, too. Scrooge Mandela, the Descendants, Rancid, no effects on a bill. <laughs> Forget about it. Yeah. Forget about it. The, the whole epitaph bill there. Man. <laughs> <laughs> I think you might be doing that static. Oh. move somewhere. Right there. Oh, stupid mic. We've been moving. I don't even know if this mic is serving a purpose, but we've been passing. <laughs> Does it, it work around. good? Do we sound okay? Yeah. Okay. Cool. Okay. What is your absolute favorite song to perform on stage? Ooh, and everybody, everybody can pick one out. Uh, I would have to say the system because it's 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 short, sweet to the point. It's very fast, and it's just a hard hitting song. Favorite song to play? Um, I really like to play Expire. Like, dude, Expire is a good song. It is. <laughs> it's the one I picked. Um, I'd probably say a fine conclusion to your actions. Why is that? Huh? Well, that. Why? Why is There's that? this part where we're like we're playing two different things on the guitars and like the way that they harmonize over top of each other is just really cool. Yeah, it becomes a cool little yeah. polyrhythm. Cool. My favorite are our first three songs yeah, that we play. Um, we have it set up yeah. to where we play three yeah, songs in succession, and by the end of those three songs, you can usually tell how the show is going to go. People are usually hyped or <laughs> not, you know. <laughs> And what songs are those? Um, we go, we play um, Trapped in America, into Stanley, into How Much Enough is Never Enough. They're the first songs on each of the trilogy that we have released. Cool. If you could work with any producer, who would it be? Producer? Yeah. yeah. This is one of my favorite questions. <laughs> it makes you um, think. Kanye West. <laughs> He's a producer, isn't he? <laughs> Kanye West. <laughs> let's get let's get our boy Kanye on the next screw out screwed album. Um, someone who so let's just say for the second conversation, a producer, somebody who's found me and and or found Scrooge and said, "I'm gonna uh, pay you guys and help you guys like release something and kind of be there with you and see it through." Danny Elfman. Huh? <laughs> That's a good one. Okay. Here's a, did did made a pair for Christmas. I mean, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> My favorite producer would be uh, Chase Bensing. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't pay for shit. <laughs> yeah, Chase Bensing is definitely. He's the guy we go to to get our stuff recorded. He's definitely uh, really good at what he does. Love you, Chase. We definitely, I got to say, we definitely wouldn't be where we were if Chase didn't make the album sound the way that they did. Yeah. 
Did you ever buy an album or CD with your own money and immediately throw it out the window? Uh, what? Yeah. Did, have you ever bought a CD and immediately chucked like, it? I have. Uh, which <laughs> definitely. I was, well, I was in a, I was in Columbus, Ohio to see Green Day, and someone just like walking through the crowd was selling CDs. I don't know what it was, but I paid two dollars for a CD, and it was terrible. It was like it was it wasn't even music, man. I just on the drive home, I just threw it out the window. <laughs> I mean, I recycled the CD. I, yeah, no, I just of it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I think uh. I don't think I've ever thrown a CD away. I don't think I've ever bought a CD. I will say, okay, just for the sake of kind of answering the question, there was an album that Senses Fail released, and they're like this post-punk pop, you know, kind of band. And um, I, when they, re they released this album called Life Is Not A Waiting Room, and when I first heard it, I was disgusted. But then over time, after I heard it, it grew on me, and now I, to this day, will kind of go back and listen to it. Right on. Well, like, you go to a show, you buy a, some band's album, you know, and you listen to it. Uh, I feel like there's, there's some bands that it's like they have a good song on there, you know, but the rest of it's really you know, subpar or something like that, or just an uh, amount, like, it's not the same vibe or whatever, but, uh, I, I don't ever, I don't ever throw them away, I'll try to listen to them for a while. I'm gonna say, and, you no, he, he did throw a CD out the window, I did, I'm not, we're but, not gonna say yeah. which CD, but he has. I just did it because it was funny at the time, but uh, yeah, that's going to be a secret I died in my grave with, Aww. or whatever. But, well, uh, that's what I do on this show. I try to get nosy as question? hell. And get, <laughs> I try to get nosy as hell and get, get that stuff out of you. Oh, uh, <laughs> damn. I forgot it. I had, something sparked it. Oh, there's a local band you can do a show with that you haven't already. Who would you pick? Who would you like to do a show with? That's a good question. Um, I've played with a lot of the bands that I want to play with. Um, let me think. Oh! Buddy Crumb. He Who? does this, like, 80s, like, boom, boom. Like, we would not, it wouldn't, it would be a weird bill, but he, it's, he puts on a show. It was cool to see him and I'd like to play a show with him. Anybody um, else? Uh, sorry about that. Man. There was a we there was a show recently, the No Comply Night up at the skate park uh, in Louisville, the Extreme Park, and there was a band that played that night called Sunshine, and oh, it was yeah. like their first show. Sunshine's sick. Oh, they, they were, were good. Yeah, 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 they were yeah, kind of like a progressive element stuff. The drummer was really good, uh, and they they played a real help show. And so yeah, I like to play with those guys. Yeah. Yo, sunshine. <laughs> Shed some light on. Let's us. play. Let's play a show. See, I, I'm doing that too. I'm po I'm poaching bands to be on the show when I'm asking that question. <laughs> uh, how many albums you have out now? Uh, four technically. 
um, the first album was recorded really badly, like really, really poorly. Brian recorded it himself. I recorded it myself. I mixed it myself. I mastered it myself. It's 16 songs, and they're okay, but the quality is duty. So we kind of sweep that one under the rug for now. <laughs> the songs have a lot of substance. It was just recorded with a fucking baked potato. Um, so that's... that's Fuck that, that, dude. It wasn't even baked. It was a fucking <laughs> raw potato. potato. Raw. Well, you heard it and wanted to join. <laughs> well, let's get on. Let's get on. He can always re-record them. We, we plan to someday. Oh, we... Yeah, you can't you can't talk about that just yet. <laughs> yeah, we got we got to pretend that we have to keep it under wraps so it seems more important. Yeah. What's the best musical advice you've ever been given? Um, what? It was me. I popped. Oh wow. Um, that was a good pop. Thanks, Kate. <laughs> um, the best musical advice, the most realistic musical advice I've been given is like. It is not like what you think it's going to be. It's not like you start a band and then you're just playing in these arenas. You know, the money doesn't show itself. Like it's a labor of love, I guess. To make to make it short and sweet, it's definitely a labor of love. Is probably the best advice I've heard. Or could That's get. a good answer. That's a really good answer. Anybody else want to elaborate? Yeah, I would say that to just tack on to what Brian was saying, um, that you know, that it is a labor of love. It doesn't it doesn't just come easily, but it's uh it's something to not give up on if you truly have a have a passion or inclination for it. Uh, because, you know, a lot of people will tell you, you know, people that don't do music, people that don't know anything about music, uh, people whose opinions are pretty irrelevant will tell you that, you know, oh, there's no money in music, there's no you know, you can't make a living doing music or you can't, you know whatever, you know, et cetera, they're, they're going to say about music, but it's not a stable career choice or anything like that. Um, but don't give up, you know, that, that's only true if you let it be true. And if you persevere and you work and, you know, you uh, really keep, you know, your head to the head to the ground, you can, you can do anything with it. And so it's one of those, it's definitely one of those labors of love, but it's something you don't want to give up on. For sure. What's next? <laughs> What's next for you? Oh, tour. You know anybody with a van? <laughs> I'm, I might. We're looking for a van. Seriously. Oh, a van? So, yeah. We're planning on going on tour indefinitely, like for like a year. Yeah. Does that sound well, smart? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> get in the Econo line. We're going to. Dude, he is dead ass. <laughs> like, we're gonna get the fuck out. Like we're gonna go and just they're going out for a year. We're going to. I mean, I'm not gonna say I am if I'm not going it's to. It's a do or die try type thing. Yeah. We're serious it's, about it for sure. It's fun. Oh, it's fun. It's hard, but it's you don't yeah. you don't uh, get I make think, those kind of memories any other way, you know. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. As neat as naive as it may sound. I uh, look forward to the flat tires, you know, no, you and the don't. hardships on the road. Well, you can always bring us, bring us closer together. Dude, I have a jack. I think I will learn patience. You can have it. Dude, 
Okay. Sean has a jack for us. We don't yeah. have a van, but we have a jack. <laughs> you know, I've, I've I didn't have a jack on the road once, and I went to I went to Walmart and bought one and took it back after I was done. <laughs> <laughs> That's the way to do it. That's the way to do it. Okay. Pack extra socks. <laughs> lots That's of what everybody extra, says. Yeah, That's lots of extra socks. Extra sock. Always. <laughs> I guess I will. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's for any trip. I usually keep a hold of mine, but if you're going somewhere, dude, pack up your socks. Who keeps stealing my socks? It doesn't matter, dude. It doesn't matter, dude. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You have more to be Someone's <laughs> taking them, and you should have brought Heed my word. <laughs> well, anything you'd like to add before we wrap this up? Uh, thank you so much for taking the time to have us on here. Um, I'm going to be honest with you. We did not prepare for this as we should have. Um, but That's why I like it. Well, we kind of, we kind of did some shit. You're not looking at the right Yeah, I know. Sean's been looking at our camera. Whatever, dude. I don't care. (laughs) Me too. That was too far away. But, um. But I'm here. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. And we hope that most of this is, you can hear it and understand it. And, um. We answer your questions, and we we want to see you again soon, man. Come have a beer sometime. Yeah, come out to Oh, yeah. Do you have a band camp or anything you want to make sure everybody knows about? We're on band camp. That's the best place to order our merch online, um, but we're also on all streaming platforms. we got a few videos on YouTube. You know, we're out there a little bit. Just you throw a rock and you'll hit it. Scrooge Mandela with two L's. We also need a van. That wasn't a joke. Like, yeah, we really do need a van. So if anybody hears this, yeah. and they have a but van. we also need. Oh, we do need a pouring basis yeah. too, because Sean can't go. So yeah, well, that's one. That's one of the things. Also, we've got a, We've got a, pe- uh, a couple people that are willing to help us out and work with us and stuff. But that's another thing. If you're a bassist and you think you might want to play and chill with us, I can. I'll, I can only play two strings, man. <laughs> oh, dude, that'll work. That's all you need. <laughs> oh, I'm just playing. I'm just clowning around, man. I hate to get all personal. We got really personal. Just <laughs> <laughs> I'm just 